Welcome to the Sonic Shaman Show, home of the Coffee Connect and Conscious Connections. The show is dedicated to empowering you to perceive, know, be, and express your unique voice in this world without the fear of judgment of others through healing, coaching, and educational services. In each episode, Hank and his guests offer tools, techniques, and inspiration to help you step into your potency. Now, here is your host, Hank Settela. Good morning. I always mispronounce your name. We'll just call you Miss Rock. There we go, because you rock. <laughs> but uh, thank you for being here. And for anyone who hasn't caught it yet, I had this inspiration uh, a couple over a week ago now to do a 12-hour live stream for World Peace and Possibility. That is on the Emergence of Being YouTube channel. Literally 12 hours and like 16 minutes worth of stream. And every half hour to every hour, I had different guests on. And just phenomenal people that were on there. I learned so much because there was a, a lot of the people on there were my mentors that agreed to come on and offer their uh, amazing gifts. And because I kind of knew them, I knew the exact right questions to ask to get them to give these little gold nuggets of wisdom and everything. Good morning, Mary Lee. Thank you for joining us. For those of you who might be new, uh, these little coffee connects are just little inspirations to talk about whatever energy is in the day. And uh, just last night, one of my friends, they were going through something and I brought up to them this concept of the energy of understanding. And this is, keep in mind, you, I like to say that you are the only one in the room and so am I. And everything that shows up in reality is your creation, either consciously or subconsciously. And it's not just you, it's also the collective consciousness. But at the end of the day, it is it sources all there is all at once. And once if it's not until we take responsibility for everything that we can begin to change anything. So if you can really look at it as though this is showing up in my reality, what was my role in it? It gives a lot more power and potency to change things. And one thing that my friend was falling into is this concept of understanding where I said, well, if you if you really want to uh, tackle what's going on, ask yourself, like, where have you ever said, I wish I could understand my parents. I wish I could understand my brother. I wish I could understand. Uh, Oh, I have to bring this up. Annie, you just totally got me. Why is it Bernie sitting behind you? Did you leave him at HHH? Well, for one, it's no longer HHH, Annie. It is now emergence of being because, uh, well, HHH exists, but it's uh, a little bit different now. And the center is, um, is emergence of being. But I'll bring up that meme in a minute. I'll, I'll put it behind me. I made a little Bernie meme and I have him sitting at the center and behind him on the left is all life comes to me with ease and joy and glory. And then on one of my pages, I added a shamanic Corandero Mesa to the right of him. And I made the post that what would happen if we took all the leaders of the world, we put them around a Mesa and we did a little bit of ceremony with them. What kind of amazing world might we live in? Because it might shift a lot of different points of view if they had a little shamanic ceremony or whatnot. Mike says, good morning, good morning, Magic Mike. Going back to understanding what was occurring is my friend, no matter um, no matter how much he's trying consciously to work out of certain things, certain things keep showing up in his life. And when that happens, if you're consciously looking to create something for yourself and the opposite shows up or what you're not choosing shows up, there could be a lot of factors in that. But one of the things, uh, subconscious creation is called understanding. And if you say, I wish I could understand so-and-so, I wish I could understand my parents, I wish I could understand X, Y, or Z. What you're telling the universe is, hey, universe, I would love to understand what the, you know what led them to making the choices that they're making that make no sense to me. 
And the next thing you know, one year down the line, two years down the line, when you look at what you're, what's surrounding you, all of a sudden it's the same thing. So if your parents were hoarders, are you hoarding? Did you put out that under, that energy of, hey, I wish I could understand them. And then all of a sudden you're in the same energy and now you get it. So what would the world look like if instead of understanding, we look to have awareness? So just to run a clearing around that, what energy, space, consciousness, and choice can my body being and beyond be to effortlessly switch to awareness instead of understanding for the need to just have an awareness around how I can be in response to who I'm seeing in this world instead of being in the energy to relate to them by creating the same set of circumstances. And all that that is, I'm willing to destroy and uncreate it. Right and wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine shorts, boys and downs. I'm glad I have that on recording. I'm not quite sure if I could say that again if I had to. But for those of you who've never had a clearing statement before, basically it is a two-part process, where one in which you're bringing up an energy that you'd like to step into or that you'd like to change. And the second, what energy is preventing you from stepping in and changing that energy? So one of my favorite ones to run for everyone what energy, all the places, I'll do a short version, all the places where I'm having life happen to me instead of through me, I destroy and uncreate it, right and wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine shirts, boys and beyonds. And really, uh, the whole essence of that clearing statement boils down to pot and pock, which is point of destruction. Where did you have to destroy yourself as an infinite being to fit into the box of limitations that you're experiencing? Or point of creation, where did I have to create lies, illusions, and storylines in order to believe that this is the best choice for me. So that is um, that is a little bit of pot and pock. Let's see. And Mrs. Rock says, I love it. Nicole's tuning in too. Thank you for, thank you. Understanding was my favorite word until right this moment. Yeah. Well, and keep in mind too, we oftentimes will be using a word and the energy underneath the word is authentic. So like, for example, the word want literally means to lack. In 1943, they changed the definition of words. And the word want, if you if you think of rich people, rich people want for nothing, rich people lack for nothing. And then you say, I want money. What are you saying to the universe? I lack money. And the universe says, okay, you lack money. Here you go. And then you say, why do I lack money? And then the universe gives you another experience of why you lack money. Because there's a two really trap words, just like the word understanding can be a trap but we use it interchangeably with the word desire. So if when you're using the word want in your beingness, you're really telling the universe energetically, I desire this, I'm bringing this to me. It will work because energy trumps the word choice, right? But how many times are we speaking unconsciously? And how many times then is the universe defaulting to, you know, the, the standard programming of the word instead of your custom coding? That's the way that I would look at that. So I, though we might use the words energetically a certain way, I'm really big on pick the, the best word choice that you can. Because in moments that you're operating unconsciously, if you have the habit of using the, the the word choices that carry with it, like the collective consciousness energy, then you're you're in a much better spot than if you just accidentally manifested unconsciously. Because unconscious manifestation is like 90 some percent of our creation. So what would it take for us to shift that and to be consciously creating 90 plus percent of the time? That is a wonderful space to be in, truly. And since it is a coffee connect, I got my morning coffee. Let's see. Oh, so 
where do we want to go with that? Well, first, let me ask any questions. Uh, see, there's a lot of people watching today, so I really appreciate you tuning in and everything. And if you're watching, um, I'm streaming to two YouTube channels. If you're watching on Emergence of Being, these are typically just on Sonic Shaman, and I'll probably delete it afterwards, but I wanted the stream to go out to both places. So there's two YouTube channels that I primarily create content on. One is a Sonic Shaman, and one is Emergence of Being. So Emergence of Being is like, you'll find me with a whole bunch of other people, and Sonic Shaman is typically just me. Sometimes I'll have a guest on, but uh, for the most part, it's me just doing my little coffee rants in the morning and see what comes through. And let's see, there was something there. Actually, let me gift you this. This is an amazing prayer. This is the uh, opening prayer that we use at Fellowships of the Spirit, slightly modified. And this is what my teacher would always, Elaine Thomas would uh, have us uh, use. And the modification is I adapted it slightly. So instead of just being for mediumship, it is also for healing. Oh God, as we open the door to communication and healing in the unity of the Holy Spirit, the great I am presence of the universe, we give thanks for we know that the words spoken and the experience received is full of your grace, love, wisdom, truth, and understanding of the highest. And one that goes beautifully with that is the, uh, the credo from Rishi's Metaphysical Institute, which is this. It is my desire to sit calmly upon the throne of the temple of my own body, between the two great pillars of positive and negative vibrations, balancing them to the point where I can radiate through my temple of light to all whom I contact the wonderful peace, poise, power, wisdom, love, and harmony of God. Two wonderful things to start any intention with. And notice positive and negative vibration. And maybe that's where I was going with this because I wanted, I'm choosing to make a, a connect with that. In shamanism, in my tradition anyway, the Pakokuna tradition of Peru, we have the principle hucha and sami, which simply means heavy and light. And in truth, everything is light. Everything is light. It's the condensed, well, they would say in some metaphysical circles that we're frozen light. We're light that is going so slow that it's frozen. And as you start to work on your shadow and it enlightens, that light gets freed up and starts to go into the flow with all that there is. But if we look at things that instead of good and bad, right or wrong, uh, you know, God and Satan, all that stuff. And it really is just, you know, light that's moving and light that's frozen, heavy and light. It totally shifts the, the perception of everything. Because you can look at someone like a parent situation where you almost want to say that you'd like to understand them and have great compassion because you know that that is that their choices have just led to a place of frozen light. And then the question would be, what energy could I be to create a different possibility for them or to hold the space for them to create a different possibility for themselves. Because we all know there's nothing that we can do to force anyone to choose anything. However, we can hold the space. And when we start to hold the space, instead of try to force a change, what we do is we go from duality to oneality. Because what's one of the rules in duality? For every action, there's an equal and opposite reaction. And no matter how much you try to create change, you're met with this opposition. But if you can be an allowance and in gratitude even of where they're at, because they made 100% the correct choices to bring them to where they're at in that moment. And you can be thankful that, wow, on their path, they got exactly where they need to be. What energy could I now be to hold the space for them to choose a different possibility? I'm not saying they have to, but you're holding the space for them to make the choice. So instead of doing this, now you're like, you're all good. 
how could I be a contribution to you? And in that space, instead of them forcing like this, now all of a sudden they step into a new possibility, almost because they're almost forcing that resistance anyway. Now the resistance is gone. So what happens naturally, maybe that momentum carries them forward into a different change and a different possibility. It's a pretty cool concept for me. But anyway, what's on your guys' mind? Anything going on? Anything that you'd like me to talk to? I see there's quite a few people watching. Thank you so much for tuning in. And comment-wise, I'm going to transition to this new process over the next week. But you'll want to get in the habit of either commenting on the YouTube channels or there is a Facebook group called Emergence of Being. And um, if, if you join that group, you'll comment in there because those comments will bring up. And again, I'm doing this uh, all for down the road, being able to moderate a little bit better because of, you know, a lot more people are watching the stream. So we got to uh, attract some, some, uh, some interesting people. <laughs> Let's see. Nicole says, thank you for the awareness of contrast. What I'm hearing you say is that if I want to bring in, in an experience that aligns with my highest understanding in the world, I would like to understand the idea or experience. If, if it feels aligned, I would ask for more awareness or do I simply ask for compassion? I always go to what energy, space, consciousness, and choice could my body being a beyond be to have a different possibility around or an awareness around or whatever whatever situation it is, um, other than you, you know, avoid the word why, because that's a looping question. And then you just sit and be, and you see what energy comes up, because beingness always precedes doing this. And in that way, if you can step into the energy that you like to be, the universe then delivers you opportunities to express the being through doing. Where if, what can I do to understand so-and-so? What could I do to have more compassion? It's always something external. So the question then becomes, what energy, space, consciousness, and choice can my body being and beyond be? And I say it that way because we are way more than, than we know. We're way more than a soul. We're way more than a body. We're way more than a being as far as uh, I, I'm concerned. So by saying it in that way, you're opening up the door to being to really engaging your, the totality of your being on all levels of existence, all planes, all lifetimes, all everything, everywhere where you are, astro body mental body, all that good stuff. To have what energy can my body being and beyond be to create awareness around the situation. So whatever the situation might be or a person might be, and then the awareness might be, oh my goodness, they had a trauma or there was something else or something inside of you resonates. And the reason for that is in like Hopopona Ono, which I know I'm mispronouncing, we take 100% responsibility of everything that's showing up. So if someone had just committed suicide, for example, um, and this is an example I get from Neil Donald Walsh. I was in his Happier Than God uh, workshop back in 2008, and he had someone share a very vulnerable moment. Um, he said, just something really heart touching to you. It could be good. It could be bad, anything. And they shared how a family member had committed suicide. And after the, they got finished telling the story, Neil looked at all of us. He said, now, why did all of you create that? Yes, he said, why? And I would avoid that question. But he was making a point that as if source is all there is all at once, and you're the only one in the room, and so am I, anything that shows up is a creation of your own making in a way, consciously or unconsciously, collectively or individually, it's all created from, from our contribution into that. So the question becomes whatever showing up, what in you is reflecting out for that to even show up in your reality? what in you is being a contribution and, and, and influence on what's showing up. Because the awareness that you get, it might be something that's going on in their past, but then the question is, where have I felt like that before? 
what energy in me that is a, a slower vibrating light or whatnot is creating and manifesting in the physical world as what's showing up and then you heal yourself and they heal because you're the only one in the room <laughs> so if you can connect the dots between what in me is creating that or contributing to that and what energy could i be to create something different a lot of times the answer to that is finding your own hucha your own heaviness your own frozen light that can be um enlightened and sped up and getting back into the flow as you heal everyone heals and that's really the the greatest thing of, of the healing work is uh for me anyway a lot of healers they have just done a ton of inner work and not only that when something new shows up they're not running away from it <laughs> they they look at it head on like oh that's interesting there's uh there's more stuff to deal with let me dive in and because they're always doing their their own work they hold a very unique space that anything can come up in a session and whatever comes up they work with deal with and and move on cool great, great question let's see if i i'm going to reread it here and just make sure i think i covered everything from that question if i want to bring in an experience that aligns with my highest understanding hmm, highest understanding say so i i would I look, just go back to that same question. What energy, space, consciousness, and choice can my body being and beyond be to create the greatest possibility and joy in the world and myself with total ease? So that energy comes up for that state of being, and then the universe is just going to deliver experience after experience, showing, allowing you to express that beingness you're doing. And every time something shows up, the thing to say then is, that's amazing. Thank you so much. How does it get any better than this? And the universe says, how does it get any better than this? Well, here's another experience to show you how it gets even better than that. And you create this upward cycle of possibility and expression if you can be in that space and continue to ask questions. And when something negative shows up, the question we would ask in Access is, what's right about this I'm not getting? And then we do that. Let's see. Mary's asking, we can ask that with our situation of pandemic and Trump, with the pandemic and Trump, both well, one being gratitude for both, always a space of gratitude, both of them, everything is an amazing gift to this world, even if it may not seem like it, or if it goes against our paradigms and our beliefs and all that stuff. At the end of the day, all these things were huge catalysts for change, change and choice and consciousness on the planet. So thank you, thank you, thank you to all involved. With the pandemic, I my awareness was when I was meditating on it, like back, well, for one, the pandemic is what launched me in doing all this. I was in a class, I, I don't remember if you were in that, uh, the Spirit Lodge series, Mary, but uh, Zane was doing a Spirit Lodge series. And like right towards the end of that, we had to go virtual uh, because of the stay at home orders and everything. And at the end of one of the classes where we actually did a Spirit Lodge for calling in the energy of the virus and asking for its unique medicine gift. Like, what do you have for me? What is, what is the medicine that you have for me so that we don't have to go through like, you know, the hard, the hard way to get the information. And from that, I had this like fleeting thought, start a, a podcast called stir crazy shamans. And so I started that and Casey McBride uh, ended up being kind of like a co-host for that. And we were on almost every day, just having fun and talking and creating possibility. And it really got me over this idea of being on video because I've wanted, I've been inspired to do video for like 10 years and I would always like record a video and it wasn't hundred percent perfect. So I never uploaded it and live streaming, <laughs> you get over that really fast because once it's out, it's done. You can't take it back. 
but it, it was this energy that pushed me to make different choices to put myself out in the world. So for me, like that was a huge blessing, the mess from the pandemic. Going a little bit um, later than that, while I was meditating, I got, um, the spirit told me, we're going to give you an acronym for COVID. And I got my pen and paper and I started trying to figure it out. And they're like, no, no, just sit there. We'll give it to you. And it was create opportunities by intuiting divinity. And along with that, what if COVID is the world's way of putting a pause to all of humanity for all of humanity to just sit me, myself, and my soul and to wake up, to know, to feel that divine spark within what we would call the muhukoya in my tradition, to have that little spark resonate, right? And a lot of people, they don't know, they don't know what it is, but there's so many more people seeking. Goddess Elite, they they had like, it's the best year the store's ever done and they were shut down for a month. And this is also after a fire. And it, it's uh, it's really amazing because she'll have people drive in from a state over just to come to the store and, and buy, uh, you know, things that are are helping to promote awareness and and more, more possibility in the world, really. And a, a place where it's all the different spiritual paths really under one roof, which is really amazing, too. Let's see. And with Trump... You know, there is a book called, it's from Neil Donald Walsh. It's called Little Soul in the Sun. And one of the principles with Neil Donald Walsh is in the absence of that which you are not, that which you are is not. So in other words, if oneness is all there is, if a source is all there is, you can only know everything conceptually, not experientially. You have to have the illusion of the duality of these polarities of frozen and unfrozen light, however you, Pucha and Sami, whatever you like to, to look at it in order to have these experiences. And with the, if in the book, it's a children's book, the little soul's like, I want to go down and I want to experience this and this and this and this. But to, in order to really know that experientially, someone else has to do this and this and this and this. And who's going to do that for me? And, and another aspect of divinity says, I'll go, I'll be that for you. So when we look at things that show up in our world, that's like, oh my goodness, like how, what, like, you know, why is this showing up? Keep in mind, Earth, Earth is fourth ray energy. If you look at metaphysics, harmony through conflict. We're in a duality where in the yin and yang and the absence of that which you are not, that which you are is not. And we have these apparent opposites. So when the opposite shows up, you can say with true, true, op, uh, uh, you know, awareness and, and commitment. Thank you so much for showing up because this exists in the world. I have contrast in order to know who I am on a whole different level. And if we look at it like that, instead of fighting these energies, being an allowance of these energies, it gives space for a different possibility with that too. Because it shows up now, it doesn't mean it has to be here forever. We have the contrast. Now we can have a different possibility. So with all that stuff, pandemic, Trump, or any politician, you know, trust and know too that they're making 100% the right choice based on their point of view. And in that place, you can also go to the spot of wow, what an amazing existence this other aspect of divinity must have had to make these choices that are so far out of the box for me. And you see, it starts to take the charge off because instead of fighting it, it's like the space of, of allowance. And it may not be easy because we get knocked off our center very easily sometimes when it comes to stuff like that. But when we catch ourselves, the more the more quickly we can catch ourselves and go to a space of responding instead of reacting, that's when the world is really going to start to shift. And an amazing book, it's called Awaken the Species, also by Neil Donald Walsh. He wrote a fourth book years and years later, 
after the original trilogy, he woke up at the exact same time because every day he would wake up at the exact same time and do this channeling work. And, and there was this fourth book coming through and it's all about really humanity going from the space of being a human doing into human being and, and stepping into our role as a, what he would call a heave, a highly evolved being. Anyway, it's a great book and I will probably do a little book discussion on it. Uh, Nicole was saying, great question. What's right about this I'm not getting? It is a magic, magic question. And another one that helps a lot, if something is really seems um, in contrast, you can use that tool. There's another tool where you say everything is the opposite of what it appears to be and nothing is the opposite of what it appears to be. And in this way, you're acknowledging both the oneality and duality around a situation. And by just saying that phrase, uh, they say 10 times, it will take you out of the space of feeling confused and have a little bit more um, awareness around it. <laughs> Mike, I'm going to read your comment, but I... I we call magic Mike for a reason. I, say, I think this is one of the more cohesive ones, though. Put a piece of tinsel on the tree. Remember what you put on the tree and don't believe the florist when he tells you the roses aren't free. Okay. Well, thank you, Magic Mike, for your contribution. I have to read that a couple times and see like what uh, what's that all about. Put a piece of tinsel on the tree. Remember what you put on the tree and don't believe the florist when he tells you that the roses are free. Interesting. I would say don't believe anyone. Trust your own knowing, right? Why not trust your own knowing? Let's see. Anything else? Uh, last call for questions. We're coming up on 30 minutes, and I usually try to keep these like to 15, which never happens. So I'll just call it a half-hour stream, right? But any questions, comments, anything else on your minds? Uh, did this help? Did this create more questions? Um, and also a reminder for future comments, we're going to be migrating to commenting in the Facebook group, Emergence of Being, or on the YouTube channel. And Mike, people like Mike and, um, and so maybe even Mary Lee, if she wants, like people who are uh, watching the streams often, we'll give them moderator privileges and be ready for when we have a lot more people watching. Anything else? No? All right. Well, thank you all. For being here. Um, if you want to, a couple things coming up, that, which I'm just remembering to mention now. Tuesday next week, my teacher Zane is doing a free Zoom doing like an introduction to breath work. Uh, it's called The Magic of Breath. And if you go to uh, the website, if you just go to, I, I have a new domain that I got just to take people to my one tree link, EOB for emergence of being dot center. If you go to eob.center, it's going to uh, forward you to my one tree link. And right on the top, it has a thing for the Zoom class as a thing for the like the six week thing that we're going to be doing. And it has links to all the social media, uh, you, well, YouTube channel I'm about to add. Um, but there's so eob.center is going to take you to all the links. And I think that was it. Oh, tomorrow, tomorrow night, tomorrow's Wednesday, right? I think so. Tomorrow night on the Goddess Elite YouTube channel, I'm going to be doing a demonstration of tuning forks. So it's going to be the chakra set that is based on the planetary frequencies. So for those of you, because I know I have a sound healer on, so I can get a little nerdy with it. Um, there's all kinds of different sets for chakras. And you could, like, Sofagio is marketed for chakras. Soul Harmonica is marketed for chakras. The one that is, um, that we're going to be going over is the one that is based on planetary frequencies, or I should say um, astrology frequencies, because, one like, the sun isn't technically a planet. So, like, for example, the solar plexus would be the sun 
Mercury, uh, frequency Mercury would be for the throat. Um, ohm 136.1 was for the heart and would also be the pole star and earth star, like an octave up and an octave down. Uh, so uh, there's a Venus frequency, all that good stuff. So we're going to be doing a demonstration of tuning forks and how to use them. Uh, if you have any interest in sound healing, that would be something that will be on at 7.15 tomorrow on Goddess Elite's uh, YouTube channel, but it's going to stream to my stuff too. So you'll find, you'll find it here. Anything else? Attitude is a rad attitude. I like that, Ernie. Thank you so much. And that brings up another thing. So this will be the last point, and then I'll really play my little outro video. Uh, in one of Neil's books, he has the five attitudes of godliness. And the reason there's five is because language is so limiting that the concept of source and God, you can't encapsulate in just one word. So to the degree you can have total gratitude is the same degree you can be in complete allowance is the same degree you can be in complete blessing and so on. And, and gratitude is the place to start. You can start with any one of the five and I forget the five. I'll look them up and I'll do a separate stream on them maybe later this week on the five attitudes of godliness. But the idea is that you pick one, whichever one feels like it has the greatest ease for you. And you just work on that one. And as you work on that one, it opens up your ability to be all the others. And for me, it was gratitude. I started with my little, um, with my mantra, self-pity and gratitude cannot coexist. It was my mantra when I first got sober back in March of 2006. And my sponsor quickly reframed where I was going, where I felt powerless because somebody that I knew and loved had the same drinking habits as I do. I would never call someone else an alcoholic. But they um, they had the same drinking habits, and I, I had, was in the space of, oh, I wish I could help them. I wish I could help them. And he said, no, what you say is, I'm so grateful that I'm in a place of sobriety that if and when they are ready to be helped, I can be of service. And that became a word game for about a year. I didn't feel gratitude, but I, I, I took anything that I was having a pity party about, and I reframed it with these types of word variations. And there came a tipping point. Dr. K and I talk it all about, about all the time where you start weighting something down, there becomes a tipping point, just like a teeter-totter where it now just moves with ease. And there came a point where I just went into a space of gratitude. So attitude of gratitude is amazing. And Ernie also is correcting me. It's planets and luminaries. Okay. I think that's a fancy word for stars, maybe. But anyway, thank you so much for being here. Uh, check out eob.center and especially the free Zoom class on Tuesday. Breath is the one tool that you always have with you. If you're a healer or not, breath is the one thing, no matter where you are, if you're a prisoner of war, you have your breath. So taking a little bit of time to learn a few things about breath work is amazing. And using breath, you can achieve the vibration of any altered state. In my tradition, uh, the Carol tradition, they don't use any plant medicines. They only use the breath. But using the breath in different ways can give you access to these different fields of information. So it really is all around an amazing thing to kind of start diving into with breath work. And Zane has a lot of a lot to offer. So we're doing the Zoom on Tuesday. And then we are going to, um, he's doing like a six-week series. But the Zoom on Tuesday is free. So show up, see if it is for you. And then we're going to be offering a lot more stuff around breath because it's that important. Casey has been doing a lot of things with breath work and has a 
he's even done like an interview with this one breath um, facilitator from Poland, I believe. So he has a, some really cool content regarding breath, but that's kind of like the new, the new buzz. Like let's get our breathing on and see what else is possible. But thank you so much for listening to me for 30 minutes of your day. <laughs> and I'll be on again this week, five attitudes of godliness. I'll, I'll look up the five and we'll do a little, we'll start the stream with that. As you can tell, once we start, there is no limit as to where we would go. And thank you so much for your contribution and we will see you, uh, see you next time. Thanks for joining us today for the show. The Sonic Shaman is part of the Emergence of Being Contributor Network. Visit emergenceofbeing.com to learn about all the contributors and learn about our services and upcoming events. Please take a moment to subscribe to the channel. You can contribute to the show by supporting our efforts and sharing our content with those you care about and those who need it most.